What's going on, guys? Santi's here with another happy podcast. And big news, this is number 45. We're at episode 45 of the happy podcast. That's, um, that's pretty awesome. I'm excited about that. Um, listen, I want to I wanna straight up give y'all the serious shit before we, before we party and bullshit. And honestly, it's because I don't know if the serious shit is better in the, in the beginning, uh, in the middle, or at the end. Because nobody talks to me. Nobody tells me. Nobody listens to the podcast and, and then goes, Yo, Shanti, you should probably do this and maybe this and this is better. And blah. Guess what? We're doing it however I want to do it right now. And most importantly, m- most importantly, I'm a man of my word. Want to know why? Because I told y'all, I said, listen, Monday. I was like, yo, guys, I'm recording this Monday. Probably going to record Wednesday. And then Friday, that's probably going to be the new schedule. And, and look at me now. It's Friday. And, and by all accounts, pretty sure I recorded Wednesday. So you know what that makes me? Man of my word. <laughs> No, but yeah, I, I you know I, I wanted to do the three the three podcasts a week thing. Hit you with that trifecta, and I think the trifecta is kind of cool because I could pump out a lot of content, and uh, whoever listens to it listens to it. And then worst come to worst, I have a backlog of shit. If you come, if you meet me now, and you're like, "What the fuck is this kid talking about?" But I like it. Bam! There's 44 other episodes for you to listen to. So I think that's cool. But yeah, um. Start with some of the serious shit. Um, I was listening to Kate Hudson's Sibling Revelry podcast. And it's her, her brother, Oliver Hudson. And uh, by the way, it has a cool ring to it. Oliver Hudson. So a, that's a smooth name. But um, Kate Hudson, Oliver Hudson. And then she had Chris D'Elia and Matt D'Elia. And those of you who listen to my podcast know I'm a big Chris D'Elia fan. Favorite comedian. Um... They were on, and they were kind of... It, it was a cool podcast, because they were, like... Kate Hudson and stuff was were at, was asking them, like, a bunch of, like, sibling questions. Like, how do you feel about this? And if you could tell them this, and what would you tell them? And if there was a... If there was a, a quality... Uh, or as me and my friend at work say, quality. <laughs> if there was a quality that you can give to them and or take away from them, what would it be? Um... And I think one thing about liking celebrities and following celebrities is you kind of begin to admire the way they are. And one reason I like podcasts and stuff is because you get to kind of see how that person is more and more as they produce more content. Like Joe Rogan, there's pretty much, I mean, aside from his family, there's, there's not much you don't know about him because of all the content that's out. And you kind of start seeing how they look at things, how they see things, uh, how they deal with certain situations. And I think a lot of times people want to know that because they don't know that they don't know how to do that for themselves. Um, you know, you, you, you kind of and a lot of people and I, I joke about it before, but I think a lot of people don't have the guidance that they either wanted or are seeking and they turn to podcasts and influencers for answers. And uh, basically, what Chris D'Elia said, he'd give, give and take from his brother, 
was kind of like this more like I don't more so of a I don't give a fuck attitude where like oh if you're right you shouldn't give a fuck and you shouldn't care about hurting people's feelings as much um and it's interesting because Matt his brother was like wow like that's pretty much what I would take from you as well because my empathy is all out of whack and uh it was cool to hear because I, I think I have the same problem. I have this problem where I feel bad about, you know, telling people that they're wrong or whatever, whatever it is. I feel bad for, for dumb shit. Um, and it, it, ends up, it ends up being a hindrance to me. So that being said, me and my friend, and I have this group of friends, it's five of us. And we, we've been fucking <laughs> thick as thieves. <laughs> I hate sayings that like are, are like meant to sound cool. Whatever. We're thick as thieves, right? We're thick. We're thick with two C's as thieves. And um, we, I guess you could say we had a fallout. We had like a little argument, disagreement, right? And... It was a couple of months back, and ever since, we kind of, like, uh, we were talking, obviously, but with the quarantine and everything, we weren't talking as much, and it was kind of just whack, you know? Because when, when, you're, when you're with your friends, especially when you're thick as thieves, everything's cool, you guys have the best memories, but when you have a fallout, you kind of lose time, right? You, you lose time because you, you kind of maybe feel uncomfortable for whatever reason, you disagree on, on certain levels, um... And you kind of get confused as to where you guys stand, right? Um, so it, it's weird how I'm presenting this because I don't want to be in, in, a, in a place where I'm like, oh, I was right or he was wrong because that doesn't matter to me. At the grand scheme of things, that, that shit doesn't matter to me. But um, in this specific situation, my friend was kind of like... Um, Kind, kind of like more of the one that was mad in the situation. So long story short, he calls yesterday. We had a talk about it. And he apologized for whatever happened. And I apologized for whatever happened on my end. And uh, we kind of squashed it. But like, it was interesting, like looking at the situation from the outside. Because like, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't fucking matter, right? It, it, it's not a big deal. Um... And we talked it out and it was over like one, two, three. And, and I just think you got to find what matters to you and from there not feel bad about the way you feel about it. Um, people have different opinions on everything. But for example, in this fallout, um, we kind of talked about what we feel, what we did wrong, or why we were upset about whatever. And um, and normally, I probably wouldn't have been like, yeah, I was upset about this. Um, because w once again, once time passes, it doesn't really matter. But sometimes, dude, it matters. It matters for, for both parties involved. Because it's like, you know, it, we want to avoid this in the future. We, we want to grow from this situation and avoid this in the future. So basically, don't be afraid to say what it is you want, what it is you expect. Um, 
And I think you can grow so much from that. And if you have a problem explaining uh, or exclaiming the whatever, whatever it is that you want, realize that this is something that works for me. Uh, I say, like if it's with my girl or uh, friends or whatever, I just say, uh, I'm a little upset right now or I'm a little annoyed or I'm a little this, or I'm a little that. I think that's the easiest foot in the door for being able to explain your feelings, being able to say, uh, hey, I'm upset for this or hey, I'm upset for that. Uh, it's just something that works for me. Hopefully, I mean, if you guys, I think a lot of people have problems like explaining how they feel or whatever, but that's, that's something that works for me. Like, hey, I'm upset and it's because of this or hey, I'm upset, give it a second and then because of this and Nine times out of ten, the person will try to figure out why or ask you why and give you that chance to explain yourself. But what I, what I want to say is just like, dude, you know, figure out what means a lot to you and don't be afraid to make whatever that is a bigger part of your life. AKA, if it's an argument that you're having with some a significant other or whatever the fuck, try to figure out how to mend it and try to do it and uh, well, I, there's a word that I'm looking for, but I'm beating a dead horse. You guys know what I mean. Listen, I'm going on 10 minutes. I thought this shit was going to be like three minutes of serious shit, but it went 10 minutes. It's way too serious for this podcast. Listen, it is what it is. Um, guys, that's the serious shit. Whatever. We'll tackle that more. So more on another episode. Let's, let's get into the fun. Let's get into the partying and the bullshit. Uh, guys, <laughs> if you haven't been living under a rock pretty sure you but you heard about uh uh miguel bubalu <laughs> um michael buble he goes she is since you know on the court during the quarantine everybody's been like everybody's been feeling some type of way everybody's like oh god i need some sorry i had to take a coffee break bro it's 7 50 first of all good morning good morning guys but it's 7 50 and I know maybe you guys are some maybe morning people because you guys are psychos, but when I wake up at this time, first of all, I woke up at seven. I, I didn't start recording until 7.30. When I wake up at this time, my brain is like one of those monkeys with the two symbols clanking them together, but except it's not, he's not clanking them together. This is before his shift starts and he's smoking a cigarette and he doesn't want to fucking clank the symbols together. Dude, it's tough for me to get started. So... Bear with me. But listen, Michael Bubalu, Miguel Bubalu, <laughs> you know, these celebrities are bored as shit during the quarantine. And they're like, yo, let's go on Instagram Live. Because you know everybody's Instagram living now. You can't go on Instagram without 15 people at the top of your page being live. So when you try to press the back button, you press live by mistake and you do it. And next thing you know, you're in somebody's live who has one viewer and you're the only viewer and you're like, Fuck, I guess I got to stay for 15 seconds to not make this person feel bad, right? But, uh, yeah, so whatever. Michael Buble came out on Instagram Live with his wife. And this is a short 10-second clip, but it's the... Uh, man, I mean, maybe it's a little sad, but it's the funniest shit ever. So it's him and his wife, and his wife has kind of leaned into the picture more than him. And she kind of leans over him. And I'm not sure what exactly happens, but I'm just going to play the clip for you. And then kind of, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk you through it. I'm going to guide you. Hola, hola chicos, hola chicos, hola chicos, just... Okay, I don't know if you heard that, but he's like, oh, she's like, hola, and he's like, hola chicos, and 
immediately she goes, I perdono, sorry, right? I perdono, sorry, and then she goes, sorry again. That's because Michael Buble elbows her. It's not a full-on elbow. I'll tell you if it's a full-on <clears throat> swinging fucking Macho Man Randy Savage elbow, fucking bone saw elbow. I'll tell you that. It's not. It's like a, like a quick, frustrated kind of push, nudge, tap, let her know, hey, you're in the, you're in the wrong side of town, bitch. <laughs> you're in the wrong side of this Instagram live, hussy. What are you doing? So he like pushes her real quick, right? And her immediate reaction is, I perdon, sorry, right? Now here's the thing. Everybody's debating whether or not he beats that ass. I don't think he beats that ass. I don't think he, I don't think he whoops her off camera. I don't think so. But I think he gets, he gets rough. I think, I think he, like, he's, he comes home after a long day of singing and he's straight up like, where the fuck are my tamales? Like, he, he gets tight. I think he gets, <laughs> I think, I think he flips out. And, and this is the reason why. He was too comfortable with, like, the, oh, like the, that little nudge. And then, even if he was joking about that nudge, because I think abusers a lot of the times try to turn, turn certain feelings on for, like, public viewing to make shit seem a certain way. So maybe he was joking, right? Just the elbow. But like it came on to her a little hard, like hard enough to let her know that she's about to get abused. So she turned real quick because she knows how Miguel can get, right? Because I'm going to play the clip. He goes on to say, oh, soy Miguel and my wife, yada, yada. Uh, even though his name is Michael, very good. Uh, and uh, she turns and apologizes immediately. Hey. Luisana, Luisana Lopilato, what you about? What you? What are you apologizing for? You are the one about to get your ass beat. What are you apologizing for? You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't. Do, so that's why I think, in their personal lives, Miguel Bulu be yelling at her, maybe shaking her a little bit. You know what I mean? Like grabbing her by the shoulder, like hey. Like, you made the wrong, you made the clams the wrong way. The fuck, the fuck is this? <laughs> it's not funny, but like, it's a little funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not funny, but it's a little funny, right? Cause like, bro, don't be, don't be with a guy who's treating you this way. And I know it's easier said than done, but Jesus Christ. So whatever. I don't think he beats her ass. Uh, I want to pitch. That's my two cents for the debate, but I think he's got an ugly side to him. I'm super confident about that. Because if it was just a joke, she wouldn't be apologizing that quick. This, this is behavior of a woman who's used to her man flipping out like that. She's just like, oh shit, like I fucked up a little bit. I was on his side of the live a little too much. I took up a little bit too much of the screen. He's gonna whoop my ass now. But it's live, I'm safe for the next however long we're gonna do this live. He's gonna tell us how long because he's in control. <laughs> oh, it got real dark. It got real dark real fast, it's getting sad. Whatever, I'm let the clip play out. So he like elbows her and he realizes that, oh shit, we're on Instagram Live. Soy Miguel Burrabuja and- Miguel Burrabuja. I don't know what that is, but it sounds ugly. Soy Miguel Burrabuja. Dude, let me tell you something. You have an angel's voice and your name is Michael Buble. Fucking stop, dude, just chill. Soy Miguel Burrabuja. What is that? 
maybe it's some sort of translation to Spanish. I doubt it. All I know is that that sounds ugly, and it sounds ugly in whatever accent that is. Sorry to be a stickler, Miguel Buraburra, but that sounds weird. Whatever. So he pulls her in, right? Mi muy, muy linda amiga y esposa. Okay. As soon as I paused it is when her smile went away, and she's just looking at the camera like, oh, fuck. I fucked up. And you can see, like, her mood just changes immediately. This is why I think that he's low-key abusive. I don't think he's beating that ass, but I think he, like, he yells and he goes into fits of rage. And then he's just like, oh, listen, baby, I'm sorry, you know? But I think he gets into, like, fits of rage. And uh, that, that's, my, that's my diagnosis of the situation. And then, mind you, when her smile goes away, he pulls her in and he puts his arm around her neck. And it's kind of just like... It's a, little, it's a little aggressive, a little aggressive. Don't get me wrong, I understand people like they're aggressive and whatever, they have their own dynamics for their relationship, but Miguel Buraburra is on some other shit. Whatever, moving on. Listen, guys, let me cross that off my list so I don't get, so I don't get lost midway, you know what I'm saying? We're professionals here, dude. We record three days in a week in the schedule that we promised you guys, and then we cross shit off our list to let us know, hey, we hit that subject already. Guys, I don't know if you've heard about this. There's something called uh, Kasu Marzu Cheese. Bro, I assure you, it's not as cool as it sounds. And for sure, nowhere near as good as it sounds either. That Kasu Marzu, oh, that sounds, that sounds interesting. Is that, what is that? It's like brie or something? You, what, what, like, you put that shit on some bread? What, what's going on? What, can I have that with some pasta? Bro, I got you. I'm gonna, I know you guys are confused. You guys are interested. You got Kasu Marzu, what is that? <clears throat> Kasu Marzu is considered by Sardinian aficionados to be unsafe to eat when the maggots in the cheese have died. <gasps> so you needed a Sardinian aficionado to let you know that it'd be unsafe to eat when the maggots in the cheese have died? Okay, let's rewind five seconds. So you needed a professional to tell you that it'd be bad to eat something when the maggots in it already have died. So that means, and leads me to believe that there's only one thing to believe about the situation. It's safe to eat when the maggots are alive? <gasps> oh wait, the paragraph goes on. Because of this, only cheese in which the maggots are still alive is usually eaten. <gasps> you heard that right. You eat this cheese with maggots in it. Now that's a real thing. You can Google it. Now I know you can also find a lot of fake things on Google, but I assure you, assure, usher, whatever, usher, I, I usher you to Google Kasu, C-A-S-U, Marzu, M-A-R-Z-U. Bro, it's 
disgusting. Hey, I'm a regular person aficionado. Don't eat cheese with maggots in it. That's the end of that paragraph. <laughs> That's it. How about don't eat anything with maggots in it? <gasps> Done. Hey, here's my description of Kasumarzu. This cheese has maggots in it. Don't eat it. Also, don't eat anything with maggots in it. You're welcome. <gasps> what, dude? That's me throwing up. Dude, that's disgusting. Now, I know it's illegal in certain places, but I think it's still legal in Sardinia. And guess what? That's disgusting. You are 400 years behind, guys. Figure it out. Don't eat cheese with maggots in it, because that's disgusting. I don't care if it has a fucking tang to it. You guys are trying to start a new goddamn coronavirus? Coronaviruses? You guys are fucking around. Eating goddamn maggots. What's wrong with y'all? Get your shit together. Hey. Transform and get your shit together. For real. For real. This is not a... I'm not, I'm not begging you. I'm, I'm letting you know. I'm letting you know as the person providing the guidance. Close your eyes. Reach out. Hold on to this leash. You'll find that this leash is attached to a beautiful golden retriever who will guide you, who will now be your guide dog. And guide you away from eating the fucking maggot cheese. Because you shouldn't be eating anything with maggots in it in the first place. You're welcome. That's my paragraph on Kasu Marzu cheese. <laughs> oh, God, it's got maggots in it, dude. <laughs> Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, it's disgusting. And guess what? We're crossing that off the list because guess what? We hit topics here. Uh, oh, I have a funny story. Shit. Um, all right. So when I was a kid, when I was when I was a, a spring chicken, right? Because I'm like seventy three now. No, I'm twenty five. I'm a, I'm a, I'm still a spring chicken. But when I was more of a spring chicken, right? I was like 16, 17, um, bro, first of all, I would steal all of my older brother's clothes because he had six style and I was like, yo, whatever outfit you're wearing Thursday, I'm wearing Friday, straight up, bro. So he had fire ass taste and um, I, was, I'm, I was lazy as shit. I was never a morning person. So I'd be like, bam, I take that whole outfit. Boom, good to go for the day. So... Um, Whatever. He had this one hoodie, right? It was a Browns football hoodie. And now here's the thing about my brother. He, he's, he, he's super independent in thought. Like, he's like, nah, like, I'll fucking wear something that nobody else wants to wear. Because fucking fuck what everybody else thinks. And I respect that. So, you know, this, this hoodie, and you'll understand why. He's probably the only person who had this hoodie. It was a Browns football hoodie. Nice and gray, big, comfortable as shit. It said Browns on it and had that stupid ass helmet on it. The shittiest logo, but it was, you know, it was a Browns hoodie. So, dude, I was all about comfort. Yo, literally, I'd go to school and go to sleep. I, like, I didn't do any schoolwork. I, I, I think my outfit for that Browns hoodie was these uh, baggy cargo pants that I had, these Crocs with pink uh fur lining 
and this gray, and dude, I went to school in pajamas, essentially, dude, I was an asshole, but whatever, I had the, the, the green cargoes, baggy, comfortable, my pink fur-lined Crocs, and then this gray browns hoodie. Uh, it was huge, comfortable as hell, whatever, I'm walking the hallways one day, right, and uh, I'm walking, I'm chilling, it's kind of packed, uh, everybody's trying to get to where they're going, and the principal walks past me. His name is Mr. Strauss, by the way. He had a baby arm. We'll talk about that later. It wasn't so baby, but it was like definitely like two, three inches shorter than the other arm. And everybody joked on it. Hey, we were assholes. High school kids are assholes. You'll learn that. Um, and he walks past me and he goes, nobody likes the Browns. Now, this would have been fine. If I didn't forget that I had the Browns hoodie on. <laughs> so, me walking past my principal saying this in the middle of the hallway, I go, <gasps> The principal's a racist. <laughs> Dude, I got to class. First of all, I ignored him. Because I thought I didn't think he was talking to me. I, I just thought he was <laughs> making a statement. <laughs> I swear to God. I thought he was making a statement. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> He's racist. I got to class. And I sit there. And I'm like, oh dude. Yeah, yo. I'm about to tell somebody the story. And I look down. And I'm like, oh. Oh. And I felt bad that I ignored him. But for those 45 seconds where I thought that my principal is racist, that was probably the best 45 seconds of my life. <laughs> but so you know, don't worry about the things you say. Think them out a little bit. You know what I mean? Make sure everybody's on the same page. But, but, don't worry ultimately like yuck mouth taking sacks to the face he would have never thought that 2010 would have came by and people would have started saying no homo he he didn't think people were gonna be like oh he means ball sacks no he thought it would forever be transcribed and translated as sacks of bud sacks of weed sacks of that sour diesel but no yuck mouth it now means taking sacks of balls to the face <laughs> so if you're thinking about saying something like nobody likes the Browns, don't think too much about it. Just say it. <laughs> nah, he said it because I was wearing the Browns hoodie and that was the funniest shit to me ever. I, I mean, yeah, I was wearing the Browns hoodie and it made sense after the fact, after I found out. But for those 30 to 45 seconds, man, I thought I found something out about my principal. Oh. Whew. And guess what? Three topics down. Look at me attacking shit, dude. Like an organized, like an organized young man. Man, I'm amazing. But uh, yeah, before we end this, um, you know, I thought I should, I thought I should specify, um, I thought I should specify the um, don't be an asshole challenge. Because I, I think you know what? it could be a real thing. It could be a real thing, especially right now. You know. If you're thinking about partaking in the Don't Take an Asshole Challenge, I implore you to take part in the, ass asshole in the Don't Be an Asshole Challenge. Dude, 
If you're thinking about being a televangelist and manipulating people into giving you their last dollar because giving you their last dollar may or may not get them into an afterlife that may or may not be there, take a step back. Don't be an asshole challenge. If you're thinking about elbowing your wife on live stream because you forgot for a split second that you were on live stream and you call yourself uh, Miguel Burrabu, even though your name is Michael Buble, hey, step back, take a second. Don't be an asshole challenge. If your name may be Chuck because you don't give a fuck and you, instead of wearing your mandated fucking face mask, want to smoke a cigar and cough all over the place, hey, Take a step back. Don't be an asshole challenge. So, you know, think about that. Think, think, if you, if you want to post a picture on Instagram about how much money you make and how you're spending your money and how you have this nice car and this nice mansion and, and you, you want, you're wishing people uh, to just stay home and do this and do that, kind of commanding people because you think you're holier than thou and know better than everybody because you're this rich celebrity. Hey, take a step back. Don't be an asshole challenge. It's that simple. It's that simple. So, listen, we're coming in on 30 minutes. We covered a lot of shit because I'm the man and I'm so efficient that I cover so many things. Um, we hit you guys with that trifecta of podcasts this week. Reach out. Let me know what you think. If you got any questions, that's cool too. Uh, hope you enjoyed. I hope you guys, most importantly, man, had a good week. Uh, if you're struggling with that, once again, reach out. But, um, you know, I hope to make you guys smile. hope to make you guys laugh. I'm coming back with that trifecta hitter. Hit wow, dude. Damn, you know I'm from New York. You know I'm from the Bronx. Um, I'm coming back with that trifecta hitter next week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm going to try to continue that. I think that's a good schedule. Um, gives me enough time to make up bullshit. Uh, that's, I think that's a good schedule. Uh, guys, have a good weekend. Uh, you know, Listen to all of your quarantine rules. Keep everybody safe. Keep yourself and your family safe. Bing, bang, boom. All that good shit. 30-minute mark. Listen, Santi's out. Uh, I just did the Seacrest out for Santi. That sucks. But listen, episode 45 in the books. I hope you guys are all good. And most importantly, and as always... Be happy.